0: Welcome to Elevate Podcast, the fastest way to elevate your life. Brought to you by ElevateBooks.com. Hello, and welcome to another one of our Elevate Podcasts. My name is Benjamin J. Harvey, the Difference Maker Mentor. And once again, we have the pleasure of interviewing an international best selling author from the Elevate series. To find out more about them or any of the other authors from the Elevate series, be sure to check out ElevateBooks.com where you'll find a bunch of additional information and plenty of highly valuable free resources you can download immediately to further assist you in elevating all areas of your life. So today we're speaking with Marcus Ottomar Windsor. Now Marcus is an effectiveness and results coach, international bestselling author and speaker and award-winning sales leader with two decades of business experience in leading teams on more than three continents. As one of the key outcomes of his business journey, Marcus has contributed with several teams to generate more than $35 million in sales in just six years. Continuously searching for ways to get to the next level in life, love and business, Marcus taught himself how to push his limits to succeed. His goal has always been to discover what life would be like when you are the best version of yourself. Marcus combines his business experience and professional development to support CEOs, business owners, and professionals to create high-performing teams, scale their businesses, and find their next level of effectiveness, both in their business and personal life. So please join me in welcoming to the show, Marcus. Hello, Marcus. Hello. Hi. Thank you for having me. You're welcome, buddy. How are you doing?
1: Yeah, great, actually. Yeah, really great. Um, I, I know uh,
0: the list is out there. Uh, no doubt going to be spoilt for value. If there's anything I know about you, it's whenever you bump into people, you always provide an unbelievable amount of value. In fact, I remember the first time I met you, you were you had this energy about you, this enthusiasm. It's like you have baked into your consciousness, uh, the ferocious curiosity about everything. And you just, you have this way of engaging with people. And uh I know you're all about leadership and I know you're all about helping people be the best versions of themselves. And just from my personal experience, I, I love that you embody that. Like, like anyone who meets you, they, they get this sense that you're a leader, that you care, that you really deeply listen and, and seek to understand people, which is actually just remarkable to, to walk your talk. Cause so many people, you know, they go on to write books like you've done with your book, elevate your results, but it's it's rare to meet someone who actually lives and breathes it. So mate it's humbling to have you on the show and and i i guess the listeners what they want to know is what what led you to leadership like why did you take this path of wanting to explore a leadership and and help teams become the best they can be yeah thank you i'm actually really grateful to be here uh thank you for the
1: invitation and if i if i when i go back um I, I probably realize, or you realize, that um, my accent is from Germany. So I'm I'm a chosen Australian. I love this country, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I'm born in Europe in Berlin. In fact, actually, I was born behind the Iron Curtain. So uh, I got access very early on what it means not to be free, and not to have the access. And I still remember. I mean, if you were there with me, it's like when my parents would come back from the West which was a novelty to, to travel to your grandmother's or your, your auntie's birthday, then when they would come back, they would, I would go through all the suitcases and I'd just sneak through all the different parts until I find a kinder surprise. <laughs> and and you, would, you would imagine just a kinder surprise. Why, what's, what's so novel about that? But for me, that was my thing and I didn't have it. And so often when I look back now is we chase that thing that we think we don't have. And that's the that's the very thing that's sometimes the missing piece. So for me, I always inquired, you know, if we can travel, if we can, you know, just overcome our own wall that sometimes exists. For me, it was the Berlin Wall who then came down in 1989. And that completely opened the floodgate i went to the united states and realized hey you know what there's not just europe or germany there's america there's so many different people in the world and they bring so much richness of culture and approach to how can you create results that I, i just became ferociously curious about you know what life is about what business is about and yeah, that's that's probably the the start of it where where my hunger was like literally unleashed if if that makes sense. yeah,
0: totally. I mean, and I, I know you have a, a deep love of teams, and you've worked at a very high level on some really impressive projects over the years with some multinational organizations and and quite often been uh, the leader inside teams that that support these these incredible projects. and I guess what I want to know is during that journey, how, how does someone become a leader? Like, what does it take? Like, I know there's a lot. Of, everyone hears the word leadership. Everyone knows it. It's all about yeah. become a leader, be a leader. You've actually done it. And I, I'm sure there's listeners out there that want to know, how do you go from normal, everyday Marcus to this award-winning leader? Like, what, what do we do?
1: Yeah. And it's interesting. I mean, I don't know if you know, and, and out of curiosity, has anyone ever told you or I'm, I'm sure you know this, Ben, but maybe some of the readers don't know. I didn't know that a few years ago that only 10% of leaders are actually being the example that they want their teams to be. Oh, wow. So what? I mean, what, what does that look like, right? A lot of times we say, oh, wow, I would love to have those results. As a business owner, you know, or as a professional, I'd say, you know what? I really love that person like Joe or Sandy. And and how, wow, they seem to have it all together. And I wanna be a leader like that. And then just suddenly all the dialogue comes up, you know, am I am I being that leader? Can I be that leader? So that's the, the, the inquiry. Can I be that leader? And it all starts with yourself, right? And it's a journey. I mean, through, throughout 20 years, I just always thought you know what is it that i can do how can i be and the first step it starts with yourself yeah awareness of like what what do you love what do you love doing how you love being with people and so yeah the first step is bringing awareness to oneself what am i like what am i actually really meant to do and i know these are big questions but if you if you bring them back into your business or with whatever team you're in maybe it's a sports team you're in or um, whether you are in like a a music team it's always the same question how can I contribute where can I be the best version of myself and what else can I learn like being curious about what, what else is there to learn so it's that constant hunger that there is something more that we can learn and and grow and connect so for me it was a natural path to always looking for, well, I wonder, I'm curious. I wonder how much higher or further I can take it. So it's that curiosity, but do you know what? It's in all of us. If we allow ourselves to actually take that step, no matter where we are in, 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 in the journey of our life. So
0: what do you look for in a leader? Like, like when you're looking at leaders, obviously you, you, you coach a lot of high profile leaders, um, and very successful people out there to improve their effectiveness what is it that you notice or or what do you look for that lets you know you know they're 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 a high quality leader
1: yeah well a high quality leader is vulnerable Mm -hmm. like how do i know that you are vulnerable or i'm vulnerable i mean do i have all the answers ben i i wish i i wish i had but i'm humble enough to admit that i don't and so then comes in the vulnerability To admit that i don't have all the answers and i do have a start but you know what when i'm when i'm vulnerable and i I allow myself to ask yeah and 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 create support then people can connect to me so a a degree of vulnerability is certainly there and i know you know in the industry and in the market sometimes vulnerability is mistaken by hey that that's that's not strong we want to be strong we want to be strong no vulnerability is is actually the true access to to leadership. So that's one. I mean, there there are many more ingredients and ways of being, as as I say. But
0: I think that's really interesting because you can speak to, uh, you know, a thousand people and say, what makes a great leader? They'll say confidence, courage, vision, communication, sales abilities. But I like that you just come out and call it for what it is you know the 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 ability to be vulnerable is one of those elements that you feel makes a great leader so i guess what i want to i know you often share this concept of this above and below the line leadership like this idea of you've got to work out in your own life if you want to and you're all about you know leading through being this concept of just beingness you know being who you are at your most authentic vulnerable self and I know you've got the, this this process that that people can kind of follow along with, where they work out are they above the line or are they below the line. But I also know a lot of the listeners would have never heard you speak about this before. So uh, do you want to share a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, very happy to to do so. And this is this is really also for anywhere where you are in life. So if you're a business professional and you're part of a team, yeah, and you're not you're not directly managing others in your team you're part of it or whether you're a manager and you're leading those teams or you if, if you're a CEO or board member even at any stage in any poor part of your journey this really works and um, it works particularly well also with your wife or your husband if, yeah. if you check yeah? yeah so it's it starts with us and I'm sure everyone has experienced this you come late to a meeting so you may want to, if you're listening to this, then my invitation to you is just take a piece of paper and draw a line in the middle. It's like, it's a bit like drawing a line in the sand. Yeah, you make a decision and have a look at where you are and whether you're going to move across that line. So the question is, if you come late to a meeting yourself, yeah, how do you feel? You know that you were supposed to be there at one o'clock and you're 110 and you know, like, maybe you start blaming yourself so that's the first thing below the line the first word they would write down blame you may blame yourself oh my god i i don't know why i came late to this meeting like but surely marcus you can do better and that's not good enough so it depends on what's, you know what's your what's your feeling or your dialogue about it but then there is also shame so that's the next one next to blame yeah so the person who has invited you or the others, they could actually go in their mind. They might shame me. They might say, Marcus is always late, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. And that's,
1: you know, that's not right. That's not good. You know, so so quickly we can start to judge and we can really start to put a barrier between us um, because we're certainly not connected when we're starting to shame, yeah? And then I could say, you know what? I mean, you wouldn't believe it. The battery was not in my alarm clock and I woke up late and from then on, I just stepped in the shower late so that's a that's a pretty good excuse would you not agree, Ben. Uh, yeah, I
0: like it yeah we could break like it alarm.
1: yeah great. So,
0: it.
1: <laughs> yeah exactly so then, and have you noticed ever if you uh, if you tend to be late, and if you're late to a one hour meeting but you're 45 minutes late. People expect a big excuse. <laughs> it better be a big one. The later you
0: are the bigger the excuse.
1: <laughs> yeah, so and then comes in the justification. you know but I, you know what? I, there's nothing I could do. That was just you know, then I went later into the shower and suddenly I tripped over my cat and before we know it, we we actually have a long justification. Now then I could sit down at the meeting, yeah and just pretend nothing happened. But then then I would be truly in denial because I'm, I'm oblivious to the impact I have on everyone, because certainly no one else could, could really contribute or I couldn't contribute to them in the meeting, right? And so these are the three main layers below the line. And the key question here to ask is, are we stuck or are we moving in terms of results? You know, Are we effective as a team? Are we effective as a leader if we're coming late and we are staying below the line in the blame, the shame, the justifications? The excuses or the denial and the truth here is we don't we're actually stuck but notice how often in life we stay below the line oh my finances or you know what this other team you know that person didn't do what they said they're going to do and then we get to be right and we get to be righteous so but it's usually a version of the story because is it really true that you know, I, I didn't have the batteries in my in my in, in my alarm clock. Maybe, yeah, but there is an alternative to it. But usually what keeps us below the line is the story. Oh, I'm always late. I can't do anything better in my life. Or oh, I'm not the leader. Why do I have to lead? Whatever it is that we're telling ourselves keeps us below the line. Now, let's have a look at above the line.
0: Just so um, I get it clear. So yeah. we've got this horizontal line across the page. Yeah. And underneath the line, we've got the ideas of, of um, blame, shame, and justify. And underneath that line, in that area, we, we find ourselves with a whole bunch of excuses about things or denials around things and so on. And we're running stories uh, about, I guess, the reason behind why we do what we do. Yeah,
1: yeah, and it's and it's creating a whole reality mm. because you know it's real for me. I'm not a leader in that moment. If I tell myself that story mm. that I'm not a leader, mm. oh my god, I'm, do you know what? I'm gonna get more evidence in my life why wow. that is true for me.
0: Wow. So I, I like what you just said there. If you if you're beneath the line, you can't possibly be a leader because. You're not, you're not, yeah, well, I love that. I love it. So beneath the line, when you're shaming, you're blaming, you justify, that is evidence that you cannot be leading in that moment. Nice. I like it.
1: Yeah. You're usually stuck. And guess what? If you're a leader, if you're the leader of the team, guess where your team stays?
0: Yeah, right. Beneath the line.
1: It's beneath the line. So there's nothing, I mean, we'll go to the top. So if you draw the line, yeah, and you look, look on the top you start with well what's the opposite of below the line i mean what's the opposite of blame shame justifications for me it's ownership Mm. starts with ownership wow what would it be like if i own everything i own it you know what like i i own my life my life is a choice i can choose every minute yeah what would that be like and then with ownership comes responsibility. That word we sometimes connect with, oh, if I'm responsible, Ben, then suddenly <laughs> that means I have to do everything myself. No, responsibility in a sense is, can I respond? Am I empowered to respond to the circumstances? You know? Do I stay in power? Can I, can I still cause results no matter what happens in my life? And then comes accountability and accountability is really the relationship that I have. If I ask someone for something, you know, Marcus, are you going to be there at one o'clock? And then suddenly Marcus becomes accountable. He becomes accountable if he says yes, that he's going to be there at one o'clock on time. Yeah. So that's what makes it accountable now and responsible and, and ownership. Now we know. When teams and leaders are staying in their ownership and, you know, they they are being responsible and being accountable, that they create results. Things just move, yeah, as opposed to below the line that they stuck. And the best example is then in a meeting, you know, if you take responsibility and and own it and there's no one else to blame or to shame, (laughs) Yeah. So that's the, that's, the, that's the question. Where do we spend most of our time? Above the line or below the line? And here comes the, the, bigger, the bigger one. Is it bad or good or right or wrong or more important or less important to be above or below? The answer is it's not in that model unless we bring it oh yeah yeah he's blaming or she's blaming no come on have a look (laughs) as soon as we say you're blaming where where do i go (laughs) i immediately go below the line so the question here in this model and what makes a difference is really the speed so there's a big arrow you draw from the bottom to the top and you actually write the word speed on it because once you catch yourself in being below the line then the question is: How fast can you go to the top? How fast can you step into your power? how How fast can you be accountable again? And so, yeah.
0: In that moment, that makes sense. And you're ruining my day here, Marcus. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what: I had a meeting yesterday, an important meeting with someone I hadn't met before, and they they ran a Microsoft Teams meeting, and I have never had any success with Microsoft Teams in the sense that I've, I've tried to join a Microsoft Teams meeting prior and, and it didn't work. And then yesterday, I prepared myself. Obviously, I've got a full-blown studio for online delivery of everything. And I log in. Microsoft Teams doesn't talk to any of my special cameras, doesn't talk to my microphone. They're sitting there. The meeting is five minutes in and I am online. Every, everyone's going... Is Ben coming? Is he is he and I'm online. I can hear all of it. I can see him clearly. And they're like, I guess he's not coming there. Like, is should we wait for Ben? And I'm like, hello. And I'm just so below the line. And then I I finally log in and I blame everything. I blame Microsoft Teams. I blame the organizer for not using Zoom. (laughs) I'm just having I'm having this classic below the line moment. And now that I'm listening to you talk, I'm like, oh, man, I reckon it took me an hour to get back above the line because it wasn't until the end of the meeting an hour later that I said, look, guys, next time I'm going to be more prepared. But it took me an hour. (laughs) So so my speed line was a slow motion line. (laughs) Just as you're talking, I'm like, oh. I was so below the line <laughs> yesterday. Oh my God! What an embarrassment! I, I hope oh. Ben, you're not making yourself wrong about it,
1: <laughs> because we could we could beat ourselves up for days. <laughs> you know, for days we could say, "Oh my God!" You know, do you remember that time? I really should have or could. But then have we're
0: still below the, the line, time. right? Because we're shaming ourselves.
1: Yeah, and so, and 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 one one per, one thing I want to add to it. I mean, I didn't invent the model, right? So the model exists already in the market. It's it's part of this ontological conversation that we have the study of being but one thing that I mean I'm following Brené Brown and um, I mean she has taught me so much about being vulnerable about it and she speaks about shame and blame and so there's definitely a true access for anyone who's listening that, that Brené Brown has she's actually got a Netflix special as well so it's it's really amazing to see once we once we realize where we're blaming or shaming ourselves and others, that you know, that that doesn't really lead that to any results. That's just more shame and blame. So
0: so let's just say I find myself underneath. So let's just go back to yesterday. So I, I'm there underneath the line. What do you suggest I do? How how do I get myself above the line? What, what's your strategy? Well, it's actually it's almost like a longer conversation. That's what I that's what I talk about in the in a
1: in the in the leadership workshops that I run that's i'm i'm happy to did you want me to share that right now or oh is no if like if you got or... a quick
0: tip I, I know i know you go quite deep into it but if if there's something i can do you know now like something i can do at work if i if i'm at if i'm below the line right now what, what's a what's a, a quick tip you could give me that would get me above the line or at least heading the right direction
1: yeah i mean the the question is what well, what would it look like for you it's very personal for everyone Certainly, forgiveness is one question that we can ask. Are we forgiving? What would it look like, then if you forgive yourself for yesterday?
0: So I find myself beneath the line. I've logged in. I'm blaming myself, shaming the organizer. In that moment, uh, you're suggesting that I ask myself, uh, what would it look like if I forgave myself? for not getting the technology sorted out, forgave myself for that. And then I, I, get, what, I create an image or something of, of what it would look like having forgiven myself. And then from there, do I just what, act from that position? Actually, forgiveness
1: is just one aspect. I mean, are, this is to master the conversation. There are more like 31 different ways of being. Yeah, well, yeah. if we go prescriptive, there are actually three steps. Step number one, own it. Like, what would it look like, Ben, if you would own it in that moment? What would you say to them? So if I would be late.
0: Oh, right? I would absolutely would they... say I I I need to put a lot more effort into Microsoft Teams. And uh, I apologize for being late.
1: Yeah. So like, I and, and I own it, right? So I own that it didn't work, for yep. example, in that moment. So then the second step is clean up. What would it look like if you clean up with them, like? how do you clean up so for me if i'm at a meeting then i would say do you know what i'll totally get it i get that you had to wait and you were probably wondering well like where am i where is marcus it's 10 minutes late like suddenly you know the the dialogue and the confusion sets in so that doesn't like i i take responsibility for that that actually do you know what that yeah. that impacted the meeting that would be looking like i'm cleaning it up now with everyone and then I could put measures in for the future and say, do you know what? You can count on me for the future. I will practice Microsoft Teams. So that is at the level of expectation. For well, me. even
0: as you say that, right? Like, <laughs> I get this feeling in my solar plexus like, oh man, I got to gotta, I a gotta, I gotta <laughs> responsibility for this. <laughs> like, I gotta, it's so much easier to blame the organizer because my <laughs> even before the meeting, my brain's like, why aren't we using Zoom? Like, this, why are we not? Why is this not a Zoom meeting? I, <laughs> I yeah, yeah. I mean, do, do you
1: know what? We, we can hold as the longer we hold on to it, what does that do to us? Like, we're holding on to something. What's it's the limitation?
0: It, it's like, <laughs> I should learn teams. Like, <laughs> can I get over it and go learn teams? Yeah. Uh, so,
1: so that's the second step, right? We'll clean yeah. up. And then is the third one, the move on. we got to move on. And we got to ask everyone else, is, are you all happy to move on now? Do you know, mm-hmm. if, you, if you owned it, mm-hmm. you cleaned up, and then are we happy to move on? Now, mm-hmm. moving on means you can't leave anything in the back pocket and pull it out later and say, do you remember that time, Ben? You know, <laughs> remember that time? You can't do that then. You can't do that because once you moved on, it's like you you're creating something new you move genuinely authentically on you can't
0: go back anymore so that's the email I got last night from one of the participants saying uh it was so great great to finally and then inverted commas see you at the meeting because my camera wasn't working for like five minutes they have to move on (laughs)
1: Yeah, well, they're definitely, and and but it's, there comes in the first part that I said earlier, right? It starts with ourselves, ten yeah. percent only. Uh, you're saying, you know what, leadership starts with me. Ninety percent in the market. So if you're a leader, right, and you start to look at yourself, you're really starting to differentiate your team, your performance, and yeah, once you've moved on, the the question I'd to propose to everyone: try to do or to be looking at each step but do only one or two of them and see if it works my challenge to you is to actually say you know it may not work if you only forgive or if you only own it but you don't clean up and you don't move on you know all those combinations Mm. don't really work because we could we could own it and for you know clean up but then we don't move on so that thing still hangs around in the background of ourselves and other people or we only clean up but we don't take ownership that would mean yeah i'm really sorry that really impacted everyone and i'm i'm really sorry for you know wasting your time and and all the impact but then if you don't move on you're gonna go oh yeah remember then that was that was a good one marcus you just really wasted everyone's time but you didn't take ownership and you didn't put any measures into to change anything for the future and you haven't moved on for yourself. So you just keep on beating up yourself for the future. I, 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 I hope you can get, I'm, I'm quite energized now.
0: Yeah. I like it. I mean, I like the concept and it's quite practical. And I think the thing I like about it is it also gets buy-in from the other people. You know, when you get to that move on stage, everyone comes to a, a you know, an open, observable agreement that that's it now we're done we're moving on past that thing and let's get let's get the team to move forward i think that's really why for those you're listening in you can already tell it's the reason why marcus is so great at producing effectiveness in in teams that are already high performing and going to another level but also ones that are just starting out trying to find that that traction i know you've got an incredible website up online that people can actually reach out and connect with you Uh, And for those of you listeners out there that want to connect more, uh, the website is Marcus O Windsor. That's M-A-R-K-U-S-O-W-I-N-Z-E-R. So marcusowindsor.com. And there you can find out a whole bunch about the coaching that he does, uh, how he really empowers leaders and teams to make those shifts to become incredibly effective. But also, I know, Marcus, on your website, you've got a whole bunch of incredible free resources. And one of them is these free leadership um, programs that you run. So for the people online or the listening right now, uh, make sure you reach out and, and check out Marcus's uh, free programs. I mean, obviously, he's got some incredible coaching uh, tools and some coaching programs that you can uh, enroll in with Marcus. But he also provides these incredible free leadership workshops that we highly recommend. And I know, Marcus, that... Um, When people are listening in, they often, actually I'll ask you, are there there any other tips and tricks that you could think of that that would make our listeners begin that journey of becoming more effective leaders? Apart from being vulnerable, apart from being above the line and taking ownership and accountability and responsibility, apart from going through these phases of, of owning it and cleaning up and moving on, are there any other things that you would suggest people do now to really awaken that, authentic leader within.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and one of the things everyone can do, as I mentioned earlier, is the awareness. How do you become aware what actually stops you, you know, for yourself in your own life? Because it's not so much sometimes, you know, that we need to increase confidence or anything. It's actually we already are that confident leader. So the question is what's in the way of actually being that every day. And one of the things that I use um, in my coaching that's really effective is the being profile assessment. So we actually, that's a psychometric, it's actually the world's first ontological psychometric tool. And it actually gives you as a leader, the access. It's like the map of what should I work on? Should I work on my courage? Should I work on my responsibility? Should I work on my vulnerability? Or what is it for me that will make the biggest difference? So I highly recommend to take that I mean, you you'll find more about that on the website but uh, yeah that's that's the access like because otherwise you you kind of fishing fishing in the blue you don't really know what it is personally for you that would shift the dial for you
0: there's no precision with it i know you speak about these 31 different traits as well that that make up great leadership and uh, I can't recommend it enough that you should reach out and definitely get Marcus to take you through uh, one of these processes where you can uh, literally have a printout that that highlights very clearly you've got to work more on your vulnerability, you've got to work more on this, you've got to work more on that, and then obviously you, you can coach people through this uh, through an incredibly in-depth coaching experience that really awakens their leader for want of a better phrase. So, yeah, uh, I think it's quite a remarkable. Uh, process for all the listeners out there to go through but have you got like a, a final message or or something you want to share like for people to marinate on as they as as we bring an end to this today's podcast is, is there a final message you have for the listeners
1: yeah is to to be your best and i know you can be it everyone can be their best the leader is already in you and even if you don't want to be a leader maybe you're just interested in becoming effective (laughs) so your dreams and wishes and what you want to create actually come into reality whether that is you know a more effective team or revenue whatever it is because it's so personal I know that you can be the best version of yourself
0: Beautiful. Marcus, thank you so much for your time today, mate. There are some incredible takeaways. I'm sure all the listeners are now sitting here staring at this piece of paper with this horizontal <laughs> line and they're scratching their heads saying, I think I've spent my life underneath this line. But the good news is uh, we can get above it, which is which is fantastic. So thanks, Matt. You've really shared some incredible value. And I know our listeners have, have been spoiled today for for the information that you've you've shared with us all. So thank, thank you, you for so having nice. me. Thank oh, you're welcome, me. buddy. You're welcome. Absolutely. Anytime. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Again, you can find out a lot more about Marcus by going to elevatebooks.com where you'll find a whole bunch of information about Marcus and his incredible book, Uh, Elevate Your Results. And always remember, giving yourself permission to do what you love is the key to elevating all areas of your life. So until we meet again, share your light, live your love and do whatever it takes to be your own best friend. Thanks so much for dialing in and bye for now. Thanks for listening to Elevate Podcast, the fastest way to elevate your life. For more information, visit www.elevatebooks.com.